Welcome everybody to another fine edition. Actually, we won't even refer to this as a fine edition. This is the premiere. This is a preview. You get the coolest of the coolest. So we're going to call this the fresh collaboration of Frankenculture presents Frankensteiners slash the three count. So I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, here with Frankensteiner. But we got to go around the horn, so let's get this started. To start us off, we have our special guest from the three count. Uh, let's get him in. He is the host. His name is Chaz, the icon Evans. What up, what up? What's up, what's up, guys? That's right, Chaz Evans, the icon here, the host of the three count. Um. Yeah, just a little bit. He's the host of Three Count, like he says. And, uh, of course, with us, it wouldn't be unlike him, so we have to invite him all the time. He's kind of like a vampire, Dracula, if you may. His name is Chris Idol. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, I got dragged out of seclusion. Yeah. Happy yeah. to be here. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that you're happy to be here because we really did. It's like it's like pulling teeth to get you out here. <laughs> and then last but not least, or littlest, we have to introduce Chaz's little brother. His name is Josh, but just for the purpose of this episode, little JJ, welcome to the show. <laughs> what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm only here so I won't get fined. <laughs> you know why I'm here. <laughs> so, so that's right, guys. You heard it clear out and clear. I've said it to you guys now. Um, and if you haven't been keeping up with their Instagram, you should. Chaz, why don't you run us through what the three count is? Sure. So, this is the three count, guys. So, pretty much us right now, uh, the four of us, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about wrestling. I know. Interesting, right? But it's a debate-style podcast. We're going to, you know, tell our uh, our opinions on things, you know, because Josh may like AEW, while Cliff, you may hate AEW. And um, so we're just going to talk about all the different type of wrestling news that's going on right now. So that's pretty much what the three count is. Think of it like Skip and Shannon for wrestling. It's actually like a really good way. I'd like to think of it like around the horn because we have more people. And – Better people than Skip and Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't want to knock it, but I do. And for the record, I love NXT and AEW. I'm not about this whole tribalism thing. It's it's fucking stupid. All right. But that leads us into our first story for today, right? So, let's talk about the Wednesday Night Wars, right? So, we're like 12, 13 weeks in now. Um, Obviously, NXT, probably 14 weeks now since they started uh, going on USA. So let's talk about let's talk about both sides, right? So we'll talk about let's talk about NXT first. And the reason why is just because they got the jump on AEW. Um, what are some of the things that you guys are liking and disliking about the product since it went from WWE Network to USA? Uh, we'll go, Chaz. Start us off. Okay. Um... I guess one of the big things I like uh, as far as NXT since the jump is that they've continued to stay true to what made them popular in the first place. Um, 
NXT, it's still that underground indie type feel. And even though they're on a national broadcast network, they haven't changed their identity. And I think that's what, you know, that's what got NXT to this point now and that they're, you know, they're sticking to that. And that, I think that's one of the best things so far, in my opinion, that NXT is. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I definitely like the idea that they kind of still seem like they're growing their talent from inside. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, Chris, what do you think? Uh, NXT, man, it's, it's what can you say? It's well-produced. I, I like to start off by saying I'm a day one NXT fan. Like I, I used to watch it way back when it started, and it was just on Hulu, and you had to you had to actively search for it to find it. I mean, before it got, you know, before everyone else was hit. So I've seen it, I've basically watched it grow. You just thought it was like, I don't know, a little sibling. But what I really like about the show is it, it's like indie meets WWE. That's the best way to describe the show. Like it's got all the elements of a WWE show with an indie flair. Like it's un. It's kind of got like that ECW vibe kind of had back in the day where it's like the cool kids wrestling show. Um, and every week it's just fun watching the show from start to finish. It's a fun show. It goes by quick. Uh, even back when it was only an hour, it would go by so quick. It just leaves you want more. Like, man, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious if NXT went to three hours. Like, how would that momentum sustain you know because i feel like two hours is like a perfect time limit yeah for don't go wrestling. three hours we'll yeah, get to you three hours well, I'm uh, any wrestling show that goes for three hours it's it's gonna suck but do you okay but with all the talent that nxt has in the way they're able to structure the show like would they really suffer in a three-hour time limit and if so, like, how much would they really suffer? Because I feel like Triple H has a better handle on, like, how to run a three-hour show than what Raw and SmackDown do. You know what I mean? I can see that point. But as far as your point as being a day one NXT here, um, I fell off. I'll be honest. I fell off. But I did watch the very first episode of NXT when it was pros and rookies, and you had the Miz and Daniel Bryan as a team, so I I, I watched. <laughs> I did. I I remember that too. I watched that, that was too. a long time ago. Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. the last the last episode of WWE presents ECW, and then the next week came WWE's NXT. So I'm well aware of like how far oh, yeah. this this is gone. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to leave off the roster. So, um, little JJ, why don't you uh, tell us <laughs> your thought process on NXT currently? Honestly, this is how I'm gonna say it. Uh, I love NXT more than I like uh, Raw and SmackDown. I'm just gonna put it straight up, just like that. I like the atmosphere is and is different. It it feels different, even though yes, it's still a WWE show. You you it's. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like 
it's the atmosphere the you know the indies like it has the indies feel to it like you know it's not like the main roster in a way I, sometimes i find the main roster boring but nxt somehow week in week out finds you to gravitate towards you know you feel like you want more and more and more and i feel like that i just can't get that with the main roster like like nxt does that's why that's why, that's what i love about nxt triple h keeps you guessing I think it's a funny thing about NXT. You kind of bring up a good point. Is that it's it's a show for smarks, right? For us <laughs> smart marks, it really is. Like we we love like going in and dissecting, but then like we know the matches are going to be amazing on the show, and I think that's what keeps yeah. drawing fans to NXT. And and granted, um, we'll even talk about it. The ratings from this last uh, episode, these last episodes for NXT and AEW was like. Um, Seven seven hundred seventy four thousand seven hundred seventy eight thousand yeah. a piece. Like it, it just it consistently holds at that mark. I know, like when it first started, it was like one point zero two million, but you can mm. kind of see it's going to be around that seven seventy five eight hundred thousand fan mark, and like it's yeah. just consistent, and it's it's amazing to watch fans go in day in and day out, and it's I don't, it's wild because I think they said that if you watched the end of NXT, the ratings for that triple threat match that they just had uh, went up to like 850,000 fans versus like what their average was. So NXT knows how to like grab the fans and hold them and like keep them in place, which is not not a shot at AEW at all because AEW has done amazing things and, um, you know, will spin around the horn. Um that's so cliche. I shouldn't say that. I should find something else. We'll spin around the block. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll figure something out. We'll figure some some transition we can get. To. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, Chaz, what do you what do you think of um, AEW right now? So, I eight all elite wrestling. This is how I feel about all elite wrestling. I I enjoy all elite wrestling a lot, and it's a little bit because of my bias for the goat, Chris Jericho. But it's, it's got to find the right words. They are doing things that makes them different from WWE. My biggest gripe is the presentation of what are the there. It seems are like a lackluster of like how are situated in how they work in AEW. Um, for example, tag matches. Uh, I think, I'm not sure, and, and Justin's, you know, I'm um, sorry, Chris Idol, Justin, uh, breaking kayfabe. Um, <laughs> Justin, who's that? If you, you, can, <laughs> uh, you can give me the, uh, you know these things, but I think AEW's tag rules is that you have 10 seconds in order to make a tag when you're in the ring, whereas WWE, you have the typical five-second rule. Am I wrong? Probably. I think I think it's five um, seconds. Yes. To be completely honest with you, they've never explained it. And, and <laughs> the, wrestling rule, the general wrestling rule is five seconds. That's like a general, it's not just a WWE rule, that's like been the general rule in like tag mm-hmm. team wrestling history. But AEW, 
I'll back up that point. The, the rules are kind of, you know, guesswork. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's so like, you know, it was it was brought up. Um, it was brought up by Chris Jericho. Like I think there was a there was an article that came up or something like that. Um, and but he brought yeah, he brought he all on, the teams. He was, on, he, was on, he was on a radio show. Yeah, uh, talking about how he had the He's got to get everybody lined up. He got everybody lined up, talked to him about, hey, like, there's simple rules here and there that we need to start fixing because we're burying the referees in the same process. And um, a lot of the teams, like, agreed, you know. But, like, you know, how JR and them would try to cover for, like, the Lucha Bros and be like, well, these are Lucha Libre rules. And um, Chris Jericho was like, well, wait a minute. I wrestled in Mexico. Do you know how they make tags in Mexico? They tag the other person in and then wait for that person to get in the ring before they leave. He's like, so don't make excuses up for them. He's like, they're just being lazy. And I think he said, like, ever since they had that meeting, like, things have been going sharper for the tag division, which is good because that's what's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be, like, fluid. But uh, I have to agree, man. Like, we have to get these rules kind of established for AEW's tag division so that way we're not running into this shit all the time. You know what I mean? Right. They pride on their tag division. That's what that's what Cody and all of them said, you know, when they first announced AEW. They said that they're going to pride on their tag team division in tag wrestling. And that's one of my biggest gripes was the tag, was the tag team thing. Another thing with AEW is uh, what I really do like, I like the, I like the ranking system where, the, you know, the, it wins, the wins and losses. I, I like it, but they're a little flawed, which, I mean, honestly, we can find anything. You know that has flaws, but the rank system I completely I like it because it gives us it gives the uh, the wrestlers credibility. So when you do have a championship match and you have a number one contender, you it means something more because that person has such and such wins or such and such losses, whereas wrestler B doesn't have so many wins and so many losses. So it kind of differentiates who's your main events and your mid card and all that. So. My biggest thing is I like it, uh, AEW is, you know. Yeah, I mean, what I really do like, I do like the power rankings. I think that's, that you're, you're definitely right. Wins and losses matter. But then if you have four wrestlers who are 4-0, right, but only one of those guys has beaten a, a, per, a person like, you know, we'll, we'll just throw names out. They've beaten Pac. Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, and Cody, it's different from guys who beat, like, Warlow and, you know, Kip Sabian. So, and I don't want to say that Warlow and Kip Sabian are lower. It's just that they're bigger name values out there. And as Kip and those guys build their names up, they're they're looking at the other side of the thing and knowing that, hey, we're not quite on that quality wins just yet. So, but I, I get your point, though. Well, um, Chris, what do you what do you think of AEW so far? Okay, so AEW, it's a little I, okay. Overall, I like it. I watch it every week. I'm gonna continue to watch. Uh, but a lot of things, it's it's hit or miss. Like every for every segment I like, I'll see something that I'm like, eh, not really feeling. I'm not gonna say I hate it, but. Eh, I'm not really feeling that segment. Uh, back to Chaz's point up, uh, I think rules are very important. I think r- r- rules are very important. you got to have rules. 
because that's how you establish faces and heels. You know, you can't be a heel. There's no rules to break. Um, I think AEW could improve on character development. Like, it's nice that they have great matches. But for me as a wrestling fan, I like characters. Like, give me a reason to care about this guy. Like, the best, like let's use the best friends for you. They're great wrestlers. But why, as a wrestling fan, would I care about the best friend? They, they didn't give me a reason, character-wise, to care about them. Yeah. Like, okay, they're best friends. Like, explain it. Explain upon it. Like, I, that's just a, a thing. I think there's a lack of character development going on there. Everyone's just good wrestlers. And good being a good wrestler is not a character. No. As opposed no. to, you know anywhere else where you know if you, you see a wrestler let's use undertaker for an example you like undertaker because you like the stuff about him. yeah undertaker's a good wrestler but that's like last on the list you're going to talk about with undertaker or use anybody for example any major star in wrestling anywhere over the last 50 years characters make you stand out yeah and, and you're right for every for every uh best friends that's going to be out there. You're going to find yourself attached to somebody like The Revival, you know, or, um, yeah, I don't want to just, with NXT, I'm not going to try to just focus on them. But you find, like, the Viking yeah. Raiders who have, like, you know, they're obviously a characters, you know. They're Vikings is what they do. Um, and, you know, the Rockers. So we have, like, so many other tag teams out there that make you care about them because of who they are. Like, oh, cool. So are we going to have a team out there called Best Enemies just to, like, or worst enemies to give you like a competition. I don't know. It's just like I I see that because I like for me I like the Lucha Bros. I like the Young Bucks, Private Party. I I'm even a fan of Blade and Butcher. I don't even know who they are. They just came out the ground. I was like, <laughs> I don't know this character. I just like those guys. And I and mind you, on this on on Frankensteiner, I talked a lot of shit. I said that um it was a, a steroided Jason Statham and a Monopoly guy and. Uh, I'll still stand by that, <laughs> but I enjoy them. <laughs> like, in one match, they made me care. A steroid Jason State. Oh, no. Like that. Like that. <laughs> and the Monopoly guy. <laughs> so I, I, I 100% get it. Like, yes, you have to care about those characters and you have to get invested in them. It's why we like, it's why we like Neville, but it's why we love Pac because – we know he's an asshole, and we love that story about him. So I get where you're coming from. Exactly. Exactly. What about you, little JJ? Okay. So <laughs> I don't want to say I don't watch too much of AEW. Boo! Ah, uh, here we go. You get the booze in, get the booze in. Heel turn. What a heel. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I would like to say though is that AEW like from a rest just just wrestling they do a phenomenal job with wrestling like uh I think it's John Moxley and Kenny Omega their uh their feud that they had like just the wrestling like it's not even the storytelling but just the wrestling I love the wrestling like they do like they do a lot of crazy stuff uh, you know, thumbtacks, uh, bar wire, like stuff that you used to see back in WWE, back in like, you know, Ruthless Aggression and 
Attitude yeah. Era. Right, right. I mean, you don't see them do that much of it now. Oh, you like that, that mud playing cosplay wrestling? That's what you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man, he still does. He likes that. Uh, wait, uh, Cliff, are we allowed to curse on here? Yeah, you can curse. <laughs> All right, that outlaw indie mud show bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we have to caveat. Like, hey, are we allowed to curse on here? <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Early in the broadcast, I dropped an f bomb. <laughs> so I'm just. <laughs> I, I didn't. Know, I thought maybe you know you were gonna edit it out. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> it's it's okay. Guess what? On the three count, it is a full explicit show. Just actually, there are you know there are a couple of rules. And I don't want to have the FCC on our uh, on our asses, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah the three count is gonna be raunchy. Yeah, right. Ronnie. <laughs> that was the three counts all about. What? Ask yourself this question: What if Jim Cornette was black? There we go. That's the three count right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I'm just gonna have to get an exception <laughs> card. If we're gonna go that deep, I have to get an exception card because I'm not. I'm not getting shot. I'm just gonna be out there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you if you just like to listen to four guys just laugh at their own jokes, listen to <laughs> Franken Culture and the Three Count. I'm telling you, oh, that's entertainment. Cool oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> all right, yeah, JJ, continue. continue. Yeah. Uh, but then also I want to also piggyback on what uh Chris had to say, where uh character, like the char- characters is. It's probably like the number one priority thing in the wrestling business. If you look at Hulk Hogan, for example, or Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, you think also about, you know, their characters, not just because, you know, oh, they were good at wrestling. You know, their characters, there's something like you get emotionally attached to these characters. So you make it makes you care more. So, I mean, yeah, characters, they play pretty much like I think the end all be all factor like you know you got to have charisma you have to you have to be able to talk on the mic look at John Cena for example I mean like he can talk you know make a terrible match just sound like entertaining just because just because he's speaking on the mic um yeah I just I'm not a, a AEW fan there you go boozy boo again can get my nope. booze Silence. So okay. get <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my booze. Yeah, but honest, but yeah, I just, I think I personally, if I'm gonna look at AEW, I just look at it for how they they wrestle, not for their characters. Sadly, no, that makes sense. Everybody <laughs> in everybody in WWE has a character. You're always like you're a wrestler and this guy, and like yeah. you see it everywhere. Um, it's funny because like. And we it goes back to the character point. Someone else that we just didn't talk about that we should have. MJF is like one of those guys who you knew he was kind of an asshole, but you didn't really know what he stood about until he turned on Cody. And then you're like, yo, fuck that dude. And then all of a sudden everybody was like, <laughs> yep, that guy, that guy's got to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so crazy exactly. to see how much, so crazy to see how much he, that guy can draw just by, and it's like, 
it's real heat, like real, not go away heat, like Baron Corbin, but just like real, like, <laughs> God, I need this guy to get his <laughs> face punched in. <laughs> B- boring Corbin. I feel, you know what, though? I'm going to be honest. I feel bad for Corbin. Maybe, maybe I'll be the only one who says this. Like, he's a good wrestler, and he's like, he's pretty decent on the mic, but like, his character is like, I'm the annoying one, like the annoying King Corbin. Like, I, when I see him, I think of like, I don't know if you, I, this is going to date the shit out of me, but there's a show called Even Stevens <laughs> with Shia LaBeouf. There's a kid on there I named Beans. <laughs> he reminds me of Beans. Oh, like, you're not, okay. Yo, Cliff, give, Even Stevens is not that old. Fuck out of here. When was the last uh, time you watched an episode of Even Stevens that wasn't on Disney Plus? Uh, when it was on <laughs> Disney Channel. Uh, Disney <laughs> that was like, yo, wait, you say that. that uh, even Stevens got canceled and went off the air in 2005. For Thank anyone you. For questioning how old we all are. <laughs> yo, that's, that's my point. It's like, we're old. Even Stevens has been off the air for uh, almost 15 years. Just in case, you, you know, this is how old we are, guys. <laughs> we're I, old. I'm, I'm the only young one, though. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember Eva Stevens. That was <laughs> but it's like he's this annoying little gnat that you're just like, God, go away. And like now like Baron Corbin is that guy and you're just like I hate this guy. But every time I see him I want him to get punched in the face and then like written off TV forever. But I'm always appreciative of seeing Baron Corbin back on TV because I'm like God, I hate him. Speaking of, actually, you know what? Let's talk about this because this is going to take a side t- side twist. This is what this is where three count really is going to matter. So let's talk about SmackDown Friday night, the main event, right? We already know where this is going. <laughs> we already know where this is going. So Kofi Kingston versus Baron Corbin, right? Oh, this match, buddy. This match goes back and forth and all over the place, right? But it's not the it's, it's not the reason why people are talking. People are talking about it because at the end, right, we had Kofi Kingston get handcuffed, similar to how Roman Reigns was. And there was a lot of people, including um, Ross, right? He was livid about the segment. How did you guys feel about that, uh, that ending segment? I'll give my take last but I'm gonna let you guys have it floored. So uh, JJ, why don't you let us know about what you thought? Oh my goodness. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna say people are sensitive. We live we live in a very, very super sensitive world. But also at the same time, you gotta also be like, come on, Vince, what the what the hell are you doing? You you, you can't you can't do that. At least, at least the ref should have taken him down off the pole. At the at the very minimal, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I, I, I it, it, it just, it just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look good, especially now in 2019, that you know, a black man is hanging on a pole, getting beat up by white guys. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because I'm, I'm half white. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't look good. 
And even though, like, you know, like I said, people are sensitive, and I know that's probably, that's, I'm pretty sure that's not what they meant, but it just doesn't look good at all. But maybe, you know, Vince is probably in the background saying, this is some good shit. It's good shit. You know? I don't know, yeah. man. This, that was bad. It's bad. Chaz. It was really bad. Yeah, so what was your thoughts, Chaz? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I did, and I, I'm gonna. I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was really good. It made it was, sense. It was good shit, bro. It was good shit. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was really good shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. Um, they did the same thing to Roman, man. The week before, they did the same exact thing. You know, of course, we had to talk with you know Adley Roman the fact, but it's the same thing. Roman's Samoan. He's half black. So I I honestly, I don't have an issue with it. I, re- I really don't. I, it, it, it was good shit to me. I enjoyed it. He said, Baron Corbin said he was going to embarrass Kofi Kingston. And what did he do? Embarrass Kofi Kingston. Or at least attempted to until Roman went on his murder rampage. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I I I really I enjoyed it. Now, I, I agree with Josh. Does it look good? No, it doesn't. But for a fictional television show, is on T that is quote unquote not real, a work of fiction, make believe, and every other adjective synonym, you know, fake. That you know, ooh, the f word. It, it was good. I, I, it was, it was entertaining to me. It's no different than if somebody were to sit up there and watch, you know, Twelve Years of Sleep or uh, That's 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 just that's me. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I enjoy. It. <laughs> and okay. I'm, I'm I'm ready for the social justice warriors to get hell on. JWs, <laughs> they gonna get you. <laughs> so, Chris, what was your what was your thought process on this? I had no problem with it. Uh, heels are bad guys, and bad guys do bad things. Um, I could see how somebody would, you know, think it might be in poor taste. But if we're going to look at it like that, then at that point, we're nitpicking. Then if we're going to say, oh, that's a problem, that's like, you know, a race problem, then any time that Kofi gets hit by someone white on the show should be a race issue. If we're getting, if we're gonna nitpick, <laughs> yeah, because like, like like Chaz said, they did the same thing to Roman last week, so it's like this is a thing they do to good guys. It has nothing to do with Kofi's skin color. Kofi just happens to be black. Yeah. So I didn't have an issue with it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna put my my two cents on it. I didn't have a problem with it, and I maybe maybe it's just because I'm, you know, I it just it didn't click with me that way until I read like comments afterwards, and then I was like, oh, I could definitely see like where this is fucked up. Um, but in the same token, it was like my biggest problem with it wasn't even aside from the race issue; it was the lazy issue. Like, there's you have a fucking ring. You have many different ways that you can beat up Kofi Kingston at the end of the show if that's what you want to do. You didn't have to, like, 
leave him hanging on a fucking post to do the Roman yeah, Reigns thing. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, yeah. you could have put him through yep. a table. You could have, you could have, and if you still want to smear dog food on him, so be it. I guess if you want to be lazy like that, then do that. But put him through the, put him through the announce table. Leave him in the ring and just keep beating him down. Like, have, you know, the rival, come, the revival come in, do the same thing. You had all the right segments. It's just like, Here's this dude, and I can see a lot of people, why a lot of people had issues with it, because I was like, racially, yeah, it's mm. kind of insensitive, because mm. we're talking less than 60 years ago, we still had a racial divide. I mean, we still have one now, but mm. but in the same token, you kind of have to let some shit slide, right? Because every time that Kofi yeah. Kingston gets beat up by in a two-on-one situation, whether it's like the revival or you know, Rudolph, and that's Rude and uh, Dolph Ziggler, that's my nickname, um, or just anybody, like, it's it's not racially insensitive, it's just heels being heels, like, they're beating up a guy, and it, it shouldn't matter, you don't, you don't need diversity in everything that you do, right, so every segment shouldn't have to be a diverse one, oh, it should yeah. just be like, hey, we're going in, we're going in to kick the shit out of this guy, because we genuinely don't like him. And it should be okay. Like, people shouldn't yeah. be getting up in arms about hey. some shit. Exactly. That's that's my point about people it. People look for racial issues where they want to. Like yeah. I said, if, you, if we want to get into it real deep, anytime Kofi gets beat up by a white guy, <laughs> it's, right. it's a race issue. Like, I couldn't... I Like, I look... I looked at it as a wrestling angle. They made sure the dude was helpless so that they could humiliate him. Like, do you think you people know? would would do you think people would have a problem if like let's say let's put this on the other let's say Chris Jericho, right? Let's say he didn't yeah. choose Jungle Boy to to wrestle for the A well, to wrestle in AEW next week, right? Spoilers, he did. Um let's say he chose Sonny Kiss and he took his white belt off and hit him with it. Do you think people would like be up in arms about it? Oh, you yes. know. Uh, yeah, most yeah. definitely. <laughs> yes, they would. Yes, they would. They would. And yeah. and it's just it's Chris Jericho just being a heel, like trying to generate heat in in a match. But yeah, I feel like it's it's people they they want something out of it, and it's like not everything matters, like. Like, right at the beginning of the year, well, not at the beginning of the year, I take that back. After, I think it was Double or Nothing, um, Tony Khan was doing his little press junket that he always does, right? And some random reporter said, how many percent of the matches that you have are going to be for trans transgender? And it was like, why does that have to be a thing? Why can't it be <clears throat> yeah. that this badass heel comes in, kicks the shit out of some women, because that's what she does? It shouldn't be like, oh, she's going to have 25% of the matches. It should never be that way. It should just be like, hey, look, no. when she's inserted into this role, she will be there to beat somebody up. Sonny Kiss, he's obviously, we know he's openly gay, but Sonny Kiss gets in a ring. He gets in a ring to beat the hell out of people. That's when he does it. It's it's not a, it's not, hey, we'll make sure they get in like 5% of the matches. It's, it's never been that way. Wrestling's never been that way. It's just... I don't know. It just it's weird to see people get up in arms about some shit that shouldn't be an issue. You know what I mean? 
Right. I probably, I don't know. Maybe I'm the wrong person to say that. I don't know. No, you make a valid point. People are going to find problems where they want to look for problems. That's so true. You know? <laughs> Just like the old, like the old saying, if you look for trouble, you're probably going to find it. Yeah. Same thing. If you want to look for a race issue, you'll find it. But everything isn't a race. Right. It's because I feel, okay, so we're kind of trying to drift off a little bit from this topic, but it's kind of in a similar sense. Like the one thing I can't stand. So if anybody who listens to any of the podcasts that I do, you'll understand like where I'm coming from when I say this. I can't stand, I can't fucking stand tribalism, right? Like I find myself guilty of this shit all the time. But this quote unquote war between NXT and AEW it it should never be a thing. It should be we should be appreciating how awesome wrestling is, right? We have to acknowledge that one point five million people watched wrestling on a Saturday. Both sets of fans had the same amount of numbers and you can break down and get deeper into the numbers and quote here's and there's, but like you should always be wanting to, like Chris Jericho is perfect for this, right? He always talks about like Never tear down another product, build that product up, and then talk about why you're better than that product, right? So, like, he'll never put down somebody, he'll always lift that wrestler up, and then talk about, but I'm just that much better, right? And I feel like, as fans, like, if you're not with WWE, you must be with AEW. And if you're not with AEW, then you must be with WWE. No, some of us just like wrestling. We just like watching it. Like, what's your guys' (coughs) opinions on this, we'll kick it to Chris. Who wants to start off? All right. Okay. Well, it, wrestling fans are really weird. Like you said, they they they, they treat it like okay, you, you have to be on one side. You can't be on the other side. And it's like it only exists in wrestling. Like think about fast food. Nobody's like, oh, I'm Team McDonald's. I ain't going to Burger King. Or I'm Chipotle. Team Burger. You go to McDonald's, you go to whichever one you feel like, or you go to both. It doesn't matter. They both exist. Some people like one more than the other, but nobody's like, oh, I can't believe you you eat there and not here. But in wrestling, it, it, it's, it, I don't know, it's a weird thing. It's almost like you get shamed for liking more than one product. Like I, and I don't think it should be that way. No. It shouldn't be. It's funny because, like, if you if you think about it, right, and and it's funny how you brought brought up McDonald's, right? Because there are people out there who will be like, "Nah, I don't fuck with McDonald's. I only eat Burger King," or like, "I don't drink Dunkin's coffee. I drink Starbucks," or "I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with Democrats. I only hang out with Republicans," or "I don't, um, I don't fuck with Star Trek fans. I only mess with Star Wars." Star I mean, like, Wars. they're everywhere, man. DC, Marvel, like. You can't like both <laughs> products. It has to be one or the other. Like, oh. See, here's uh, the, it's like no one really demonizes it. Like, if you're like, oh, I rock with DC more than Marvel. I'm not like, oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. You're stupid. I can't believe you <laughs> would just, how could you like Batman? Like, what are you, like, because then we'd look at people like, are you serious? Like, you look like an idiot. But in wrestling, it's perfectly, like, acceptable. And we look like <laughs> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. <laughs> in wrestling, it's like perfectly acceptable. Like if someone went on a tirade right now about how McDonald's was the devil, it'd probably get all kinds of like crazy looks. 
looks like. Look at this idiot. <laughs> but if someone, you know, goes on an anti-WWE tirade, people are like, yeah, fuck Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know why it's like that. It's just, it's really odd. You know, like, and it's funny you know, because I feel like people will come back to, like, the history of the WWE, right? We can even talk about just this year, right? So, like, the Saudi Arabia situation or Ashley Massaro's situation that had come out. You know, like, all these other, like, controversial things, like it, well, the Kofi Kingston thing, right? Like, all these yeah. things become, like, controversial and people are like, that's why I don't fuck with WWE. That's why I only stick with AEW. I'm like, really? What were you doing last year at this time? I bet you was fucking with WWE. Yeah, yeah. Weird. <laughs> it, it, it's weird. Like, you know, people look kind of like for excuses to hate WWE. Oh, they're doing business with Saudi Arabia. And it's like, well, there's lots of businesses that do business with Saudi Arabia that they probably support every day. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's WWE, now business with Saudi Arabia is evil. All right. You know well, first, I mean? first. I don't, I don't, I know a lot of people had problems with Saudi Arabia, right? With the deal first came out. My biggest problem was that they still did business with the, with Saudi Arabia after the Khashoggi situation. I don't the Khashoggi murder, we'll just, we'll call it what it is. But, uh, that was my big, that was a big issue with it. Um, Chaz, what's your thought process on it? Yeah, I'm, I'm also agree with Chris, like we the people that, you know, you see it on Twitter and you see it on social media, you know, oh, you're, you know, you like uh, WWE. You're such a mark or <laughs> like a w, uh, <laughs> mark. Everyone's a mark, apparently, you know, everyone's a mark if you like, yeah. you know. So, and it, 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 is it stupid? Yes. Now, I'll give you the flip side because uh, a, a very influential man and a very smart man by the name of Eric Bischoff said controversy creates cash. They're going to they're going to push the narrative of the war as long as they can because it it does good for business. Competition is good for business. I mean, we look if you look at the Monday Night Wars, that was WWE's and WCW's best business time period was during that war. So, in a sense, that little that stigmatism, that tribalism, is it's never going to go away, because even some you don't see it as much now. But even there's a couple people that still like that uh, with WCW and WWE. It was like, oh, you like WWE? Well, WCW was better, and Vince did this, and Ted Turner, woo woo, and all all that. So, I'm I'm I hate the, the trivial thing, you know, the whole idea of it, but I understand why. Yeah, I mean. I I agree with you. I understand like why you want to like defend your product, but there's a difference between defending a product and then like bashing the shit being rude. out of somebody. Yeah, yeah. just being rude. That's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. JJ, what's your thought? Um, the tribalism thing—it's stupid. It, it's 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 so dumb. It's 2019, like, you know, y'all. Okay, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> PlayStation Four or Xbox. Oh you my know? God, that's the worst. Yeah, that that's the worst. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so horrible. <laughs> P- Team PS4 though, all the way. <laughs> <Xbox>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know I sound like a hypocrite. <laughs> but uh, booze. Uh, get, get my booze in. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the tribalism stuff. It's stupid, but like Chess also said, it it creates business. Like it it creates controversy. It creates business when there's competition. Therefore, you know, there's different two different products you can choose from, you know, like what we learned in economics. Um, the economy does better when there's more competition. You know, there's a variety of things you can choose from, you know, not just one product. So, like, you know, I understand where you're trying to def- like you're trying to defend like, oh, well, I watch this. So, you know, fuck WWE because Vince, uh, you know, does business with Saudi Arabia. Fuck WWE because. They did this to this wrestler and this wrestler and that. But at the same same time, I feel like, why can't we just enjoy both? You know? Exactly. Yeah, just, Bing, just, why, why? step your game up. We need you to battle Google. You hear that? Competition. <laughs> no one even knows what Bing is. We have to Google Bing to know what Bing is. It's like, you know, we can all have our preference, but just because someone's preference isn't our preference doesn't mean they're the devil. <laughs> but we treat it that way it's so crazy like, like, screw you screw you for having an opinion oh my god right. i can't believe i can't believe that you support wwe did you not see what they did to ach like we did we saw it's a goddamn t-shirt shut <laughs> <laughs> up hot take hot take on that so oh many God. more important issues. It was a bad T-shirt design. Yep. And poor communication. That, hey, that just goes to show that you have to communicate up and down. Oh, yeah, most definitely. That's a sound yeah. bite, though. It's a goddamn T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure to cut that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be the selling point. Like, for this for the show, it's a goddamn T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that whole thing, I, I think it, it it comes down to um, an honest mistake and lack of communication. I don't think yeah. it was an honest mistake. I think it was a mistake, and the designer was like, "I'm not changing it." And ACH was like, "But I gave you this design," and that guy was like, "Triple H said he likes this one better," and like <laughs> they never talked to Hunter. Okay. Um, Okay, so here's what I think happened, all right? So, th- this is how I think it went down. Conspiracy ACA, theory. Right? <laughs> uh, no, not a conspiracy. <laughs> I don't think anyone's the devil here. I don't think anybody's the devil. Uh, let me put that out there. I don't think anyone is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone but the devil is the devil. <laughs> and Chris Benoit. But oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, just getting there too. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> but uh, so I think they came up with the design. The designer came up with the design. Is he still ACH, hanging around your top five? Is uh, is he in my top five? No, is he still hanging uh, around in your top five? Oh, is he still oh. hanging around? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh Triple my god! Up, baby. Um. Oh Lord! <laughs> y'all going to, y'all going straight to hell. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh! Don't make me laugh. There's a so, seat okay. <laughs> next next to the devil for both of you. 
Alright, so ACH He's got a great smile He's got a fantastic smile It's a marketable smile Right? So they make a logo Based on his smile Because even when he was in the What was what did they call it? What, what was the tournament? The breakout tournament he was in? Yeah uh, uh, Mauro kept saying on commentary That basically like he kept sa- making comments about ACH's smile. Like, he had a fantastic... It was, like, a selling point, right? So they make a design. You know, you make a design based on someone's character. It's a goddamn smile, all right? They show the design to ACH. ACH is like, eh, okay, not my favorite design, but whatever. Sees it on a plain document. Uh, colors make a difference. He probably the design was like, ah, okay, not the greatest design. Not making any like racial connotation, but just like, all right, it's a whatever design. And they're like, all right, cool. Now keep in mind, all of those new NXT T-shirts they made are black. That's the standard T-shirt color. It's just standard T-shirt color. It's like, all right, cool. ACH liked the design. All right, cool. Throw it on the T-shirt. Not thinking anything of it. Put it on the T-shirt. ACH sees it again. Now on the T-shirt, and it's like. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That looks like blackface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can uh, And he probably... All right, so, so he's like, okay, whoa, now I don't like the design. So he probably, you know, emails the designer. It's like, yeah, let's change that design. Designer's probably like, well, what do you mean? I just showed it to you like two days ago. You liked it. You're talking about let's change. <laughs> and this is where that lack of communication comes into play. Right? Now it's become a race issue. Because of a miscommunication. Yep. Like, I think if that design had came out on, like, let's say a fucking blue t-shirt, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Nope. I agree. I, I totally uh-uh. agree. And, yeah. I, and that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see where you're coming at with that. Um, that's how I, that's how I think it went down. And as we've seen over the last few weeks, ACH he's got some kind of you know mental health problems that he's dealing with. I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose it. But you know, sprinkle that into the mixed communication mix, and you've got yourself a controversy. A lot of controversy. But um. Okay, so we gotta we gotta kind of transition this over, right? Because now that we've talked about race and tribalism and PS4 sucking worse, um, <laughs> uh, we had we had Ring of Honor last night, I, wasn't it? UMBC, like I'm pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yep. Yeah. So we've crowned a new champion, right, Mister PCO, um, who takes the craziest fucking bumps I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but notably, there's not really any stars. They're kind of in a whole rebuilding phase because they've lost their, their roster got gutted this year. Let's just put it out there. So where do you guys see the future of ROH Chaz? Okay. So ring, um, 
I'm gonna piggyback of a friend of mine, uh, Malcolm. He said he he said something about Ring of Honor a couple of days ago, and it's and I truly believe it's 100% accurate. Ring of Honor is dead. I as far as like being the number, I you know the number three, four, you know, like that that destination before you go to WWE. Yeah, that stigmatism that ROH had is done. There, I don't honestly, and I'm not the biggest ROH follower now. But I do watch, you know, Ring of Honor here and there. But there, honestly, with Marty Scroll leaving, there is no, there is no star. There, you know, there's no star that brings me, to, you know, that I want to watch Ring of Honor. Like, there's no one there except for what Jay Lethal. But other than that, there's no one there that can bring them in. When the Elite left, Ring of Honor left with the Elite. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with everybody. When the Elite left Ring of Honor, that was it. Say it again. When the elite left Ring of Honor, that was it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's just my that's my my opinion. I they're just a really good independent promotion that got a really good budget and a TV deal. Yeah, yeah, I can feel. Mind I can drop. see that. Yeah, that's yeah. Ain't no ain't, ain't no ain't no lies on that. <laughs> Not at like, all. It's just. I mean, that's just. That <laughs> Mic drop. Well, they're now, now. I'm not. That's not. Now, I'm not saying that they can't, you know, bring forth the star in the coming future. But as of December fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, Ring of Honor. Yeah, I'm not DVRing it no more. <laughs> well, it's funny though because like I, I really never got into Ring of Honor, so I'm one of those kind of on the outside, kind of looking in. But I do know that there's some notable names on there. You know, you have Bandito is there. Um, obviously, Jay Lethal, like you mentioned. Uh, Kenny King. Uh, Joe Hendry is there. So there's still some on the Briscoes. You know, you still have some notable names there. But nobody that has the star power that a Marty Squirrel or the Elite or, you know what I mean? It's just like huge, huge names. So they're definitely... They're going to struggle, and they're going to struggle a lot um, for a while. So until, you know, those next couple guys can cause that little bit of controversy that's going to establish them. Um, Chris, what's your thought process on what the future of ROH looks like? Um, I'm going to piggyback on what Shaz said uh, about the lack of stars. Uh, it's the same thing. They, the wrestling is fantastic, but... That's not enough to get people talking about your product. They don't have any stars. They're definitely in a rebuilding phase. And it's unlike any rebuilding phase that they've ever had. Because in the past with Ring of Honor, anytime someone left to go somebody was coming in. You know, to go to WWE or something, there was always someone in place to step up right away. You know, when, when Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe, guys like that left, you had Tyler Black, you had Kevin Steen, you had El Generico right there to step up. And it was always, it was like a system in place. When someone goes, next star comes up that they've been building. And this time, for whatever reason, don't know who to put the blame on, but when the stars left, they didn't have those next stars ready. To yeah. step up, fill that, fill that void. And now I feel like they're trying to scramble to find that ne- those next stars. And with 
so much wrestling out there, they're having a hard time doing it. Because everybody, not everybody, but majority of people, they're signed already. Whether it's NXT, AEW, Impact, or they're overseas in Japan. They're all taken. So they're trying, they've got like, I don't want to say the bottom of the barrel, but for lack of a better term, bottom of the barrel. Trying to figure out, okay, what's left? Who can we grab? Who can we make something out of? I don't know. I know that there's a few stars in um, AUW and WCF Wrestling. So if you're trying to sign somebody to a big deal, um, I can I can name a couple cats who... Oh, yeah, sign Chaz so I can get rid of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, uh, so he can make that big money contract he deserves, guys. That's what I meant. <laughs> God damn. So he can be set for life. Yeah. <laughs> the big money contract he deserves. To let y'all know, that's how he truly feels about me, y'all. That's how our friendship works. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 let don't let the, you know the niceness and the storylines on 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 television fool you. He really wants to get rid of me. <laughs> this isn't a story. Uh, this is a shoot. <laughs> Right, he's, he's, oh, he's shooting at the hip. I love. It. I just want you to make some money. JJ, how are you feeling about it? Uh, about the uh, about Ring of Honor? No, well, about Chaz going to getting kicked out. Yes, of course, uh, Ring of Honor. Let's see. <laughs> I'm looking at my crystal ball. Imagine I'm looking at my crystal ball. I'm looking at ROH's future. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't see anything. Oh, wow. Is it? Is it you don't it's see like, anything or that you really don't have those powers? Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out. I, 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 are, you, are, you, are you trying to say I don't have magical powers to see into the future? I mean, you didn't see <laughs> are, Chaz leaving. Are you questioning me? <laughs> yeah, I can see Chaz leaving. <laughs> Bye, Chaz. Oh. Bye, I do have one more thing to add to Ring of Honor. If they were smart, they'd try to get some kind of partnership going with the NWA. Yeah. Ooh. That would be their best bet right now. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. I never might... thought of it like that. You might be onto something. Yeah. I could I could definitely see that. So back on uh yeah, JJ, you were gonna make your point. What was what was your okay. point? Okay, Other than so, you can't see it. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah, I can't see it, but I don't watch too much Ring of Honor, so yeah, you know, it's, I don't, you know, I don't watch Ring of Honor. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, Ring of Honor, I just, I've seen a couple matches. Okay, I've seen a couple. They they have good wrestling, but like you guys about to piggyback, put the piggyback on you guys' uh, other claims. They don't have star power, and star power can go hella far. Just like with AEW, they have Chris Jericho. You know, they have a big name. You look at WWE, you have Charlotte Flair. You know, um, really? Like you know, all you, those names you, got, you they, took Charlotte Flair. I know, <laughs> I know. Why I picked Charlotte Flair? You know, you got to get the well, women involved. The, you get, you the have to get the women involved. You got to get the women involved, okay? To help Josh's point, you say Charlotte Flair, everyone knows who she is. 
Or, I mean, her name is Miss Flair. <laughs> but you know who she is. Doesn't yep. matter why you know, but you yep. know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, just... I, they, it, the Ring of Honor needs to do, like they said, they're in a rebuilding mode. I think either... Since all the stars are taken, I think what's best is to try to build their own stars up. Try to, you know, what's, what do they have left? And try to build them up. And if that doesn't work, then get a partnership. <laughs> yep. With with some other company because it ain't gonna go too well, especially with my crystal ball. I don't see anything. I'm looking, I'm looking again. I'm looking again. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> Look, man, they have <laughs> Kenny King. Okay, that guy was on the Bachelorette. He should be able to get. <laughs> they have fantastic talent there. They have really good wrestlers, but. Yeah. Really good wrestlers don't get you mainstream. Being a really good wrestler doesn't get you mainstream. They have Kenny King. He was on The Bachelorette. He's going to say it again. <laughs> and what you call it? What was that, uh, what was that dude that, he, uh, that Impact had? Wasn't he on uh, Big Brother? Or, oh, or oh what's it? his name? Oh, you talking about Luchasaurus? You know Not Luchasaurus. That was Luchasaurus. <laughs> that 100% was. You're talking about Jesse Goddard? I think it was Jeffrey. Goddard. I don't know. Was it Jeffrey Goddard? He was the Jeff- big. Yes, yes, it was him. Yes, yeah. yes, Jesse. Yeah, because he was yes, him. That, so yeah, he was yeah. on Impact. Doesn't so that doesn't make him. You know, he can, he was no, he wasn't actually really good wrestler. So that doesn't prove my point or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah, they, they need they they need to get someone hot. Yeah, somebody that the world is talking about. Because until they've got somebody like that, and it, I'm not saying they have to go out and sign somebody. It could be just as easy as they get someone in their company already really hot. Until they've got someone hot on their roster that everyone's talking about. Yeah, no, no. I definitely, I definitely can understand where you're coming from. So from the bleakest of futures to the... Ending that we're going to get this year. Uh, WWE TLC is actually tonight. A um, lot of big matches. A oh. lot of big matches tonight. So we're going to run through the card, but I just want to get your guys' predictions. And we're going to go um, in this order, right? It'll go Chaz, Chris, and JJ just for right. the order's sakes. Uh, but to start us off, we have – actually, I'm going to get you guys' – who you think it's going to be and who's going to win. So the first match of the night, right, we had the Viking Raiders uh, having an open challenge for the uh, the Broad Tag Team Championships. So, Chaz, who do you think is going to uh, come out and challenge and who do you think is going to win? Um, I think Enhancement Talent is going to come in and they're going to job to the Viking Raider experience. Okay. Okay. Chris, who's your thought? Hmm. I think the challenge is going to be answered by. I think it's going to be answered by somebody in NXT, not necessarily main NXT. Maybe you. So someone, someone down. Something that's like something that'll give you. It's not going to be a main roster tag team. And of course, the Vikings are going to kill them because that's what they <laughs> do. <laughs> okay. And JJ, what do you think? Um, I don't know who they're gonna face, but I don't think it's gonna be anybody on the main roster. But the war experience 
they're gonna win. They're gonna they're gonna whoever they whoever they face they're gonna smash them. I think it's gonna be like maybe like a minute thirty seconds probably. Okay. I don't think it's gonna be that long. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's gonna be the street profits and the street profits are gonna win. <gasps> what? Yep. Mm, that that I I. I'd be cool with Bold. that. Bold. <laughs> I, like, I like Street Profits. And if it's not the Street Profits, it's the Hardy Boys, and Viking Raiders is still going to win. Or they're going to win on that one. So, just put it out there. Uh, the next match that we have is a tables match. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Chaz, kick us off. So this is uh, one of my favorite, favorite feuds going on in WWE, despite popular belief. Yeah. <laughs> and um, um, I'm gonna go with I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Bobby here. I think Whoa. I think they're gonna uh, I think they're gonna make this feud even longer than what it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, so um, I think it's gonna I think they're gonna go. I think Bobby Lashley is gonna win. Um, they can give any it gives Rusev, Rusev more. More incentive, and Rusev's hot. He's always hot, so it, I think it, it just adds more fire coming in. You know, next year uh, okay. with Rusev. Yeah, Chris, what's your thought? Lana's going through a table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna win the match? I have no idea, but I see Lana going through a table. <laughs> That's gonna be the talking point of that match. Lana's going through a table. Like, I'm with Chaz. I am so invested in this feud. You would have thought I was like close personal friends with the people involved. That's how invested I am in this thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm with this feud until they until they decide to end it, and it's going to be a sad day. <laughs> All right, JJ, what you got? Ah. Uh... I actually, I like this feud as well. Honestly, I think Rusev is hilarious. I I've, every single time I see him, I just find it funny. But honestly, I want Rusev to win. But if Bobby wins, it won't be clean. I can see Lana interfering. But I'm gonna pick Rusev. He's gonna start out New Year, new Rusev. There you go. I got Rusev. So I'm gonna take Rusev. But now that. I never thought about this, but now that Chris has brought it up, I 100% want to see this. So I want Rusev to put Bobby through a table using Lana. Like, oh, oh, I can see that. I can, I can see I that. Can see I can see that. I feel like that would be phenomenal. <laughs> like I need that to happen now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now uh, we have the Kabuki Warriors versus. Uh, I'm just gonna call them. Let's call it. Let's call it the Flaring Lynch. I don't. I don't even know how to say it. Becky and Charlotte. Um, for it's a TLC the match. <laughs> the Irish Flair. Yes, I like it. Um, Kabuki Warriors versus the Irish Flair uh, TLC match for the women's tag team championship. This is also rumored to be the main event of the night. So. Let's talk. Um, Chaz, kick us off. Who you got? Okay, well, number one, if it's the main event, I'm going to be a... I really am. That's number one. Um, I, I really... I, I've been 
so against the whole, you know, the Irish flair teaming up and, you know, doing the battle in the Kabuki Warriors. Um, I just, me personally, I feel like, you know, Becky should be defending her Raw Women's Championship. My, you know, that's, that's my opinion. Um, but going in it, I think, uh, I, I don't, uh, I would hope not, but I, I really don't want to see the Irish flair. I think that we're going to, we're going to get that over Irish flair. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they, that that's it. I won't accept anything else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them winning. I don't, I don't think, cause you know, Becky's the world women's champion and then the Kabuki Warriors, they, they, you know, they're on, they're on a, a hot streak right now with the uh, tag team championships and I don't, yeah, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the Kabuki Warriors right now are really good how they are. And I'm going with Kabuki Warriors, but you never know with the WWE. Right, right. JJ, what you got? Um, I hate the tag team of Flair and Lynch, personally. Who? I personally hate it. But I see why they're, they're doing it, to try to get the, the Kabuki Warriors more over. I have the Kabuki Warriors winning it with some green mist. That's, that's not a, see it. That's not a bad call. So mine's gonna be convoluted and it's gonna be okay. So Irish flares uh are not winning tonight. We'll put it that way. Right. Um I definitely got Kabuki Warriors winning. I have it though, Ronda Rousey returning and oh. pushing Becky off the ladder, then giving Kabuki Warriors the chance to win. So, I think that's how it's going to happen. You can miss... Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope, Cliff. <laughs> Don't give me hope. <laughs> you can miss I Charlotte. I Ronda Rousey. Don't yep. give me hope. That's, that's my thought. That's what I'm going to say. I'm putting it out in the universe right now. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. See, now I'll be upset if I don't hear. If I don't hear bad reputation tonight, I'm going to I'm going to walk away upset. I don't know about that one, Cliff. Not because it's not a good idea, but that's the finish to last year. (laughs) Was it? (laughs) Was it? Was it though? Yes. Because that's how it ended. The SmackDown Women's Title, because uh, (laughs) Becky was on the ladder and Ronda came out and pushed her off. All right. Well, we just ran an angle where Roman Reigns was handcuffed on a post while they smeared dog food on him, only to have Kofi Kingston hung on a post, handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I could de- – you know what? I'm doubling down. This is happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is happening. All right. Next match. Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. Uh, Chaz, kick us off. The fans, the fans win. That is what I. <laughs> the fans. That is honestly, Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. This this is a match I really um looking forward to for TLC. You know, between that and a couple others, but um I don't know who wins. I don't. Um either or could win, could take the dub because they they both need it. But um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh Alistair Black. Let's go. You can never go wrong with a face winning. So, right. Chris, what's your thought? Hmm. Alistair Black is going to black mask Buddy Murphy back to NXT. Ooh, damn. <laughs> God. That was harsh. <laughs> I love Buddy, though. 
I love Buddy, but he's eating that foot. He's eating that foot. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, what you got? I I got I got a snack. But on this is this is this is gonna be probably like tonight. That's just my personal opinion. I got Alistair Black winning, but it's gonna be match tonight. Oh, it has to be. I think you give them fifteen. You give them like twelve minutes. They're gonna give you the match yeah. of their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I got Alistair Black winning foaming. this match as well. <laughs> and then I've got. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got that going. Um, next up that we have, at least on the card wise, I don't know what's gonna be officially. Um, Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Jazz, ooh, kick this, off. this, <laughs> so I got Bray Wyatt winning because of a John Morrison heel turn interference. There you go, ching ching, boom. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, because me and Josh, we talked about this earlier. Today. <laughs> I just have this really strong feeling in the force that John Morrison's gonna return tonight and he's gonna turn heel, and him and Miz are gonna have like really blood feud. Coming into 2020, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Actually, that's actually really good. Chris, what's your thoughts? Wow, that's really interesting. That's probably a lot more interesting than what I think could happen. I think Bray's just gonna go. No, oh, oh goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> go <laughs> JJ, what's your thought? Uh, uh, same, same thing as my brother. We, we was literally talking about this in the car after uh, it was before after church, and I was just like, "That is just it's just perfect." Honestly, yeah, I see Morrison. Morrison's interfering, and there you go. You got your few for twenty twenty, and they're probably gonna go up to probably Maniers. The Miz and Morrison gonna go up to Man- go into Mania with their feud. Yeah, where they gonna be like number two on the card, even though the feud. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Typical well, I mean, when you have a seven-hour wrestling show, on- <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna forget that they were on the show. That's true. That yeah. I agree. I I do. I can. I I'm not gonna discredit you on that one. Yeah, that's facts. They, they will probably go second. Hell, they might even open, and you won't remember it. But yeah, <laughs> like definitely see that happening. We remember that yeah. Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins started WrestleMania, but who was the match after them? Oh, I always say the two most important matches are the opening match and the and closing the match. Yeah, everything else is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> those are the two most important matches on a wrestling card. You know why? Because those are the two matches everyone will remember. Yep, you remember how it starts. You remember how it ends. The middle gets most positive. It's whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so. Let's go with uh, the New Day versus the Revival in a ladder match. Uh, actually, JJ, did we get your – yeah, we got your, your pick. Uh, JJ, let's yeah. do it with you. We'll start you off. Yeah. I, I love New Day. I've been a firm believer in the power of positivity. But I don't, I don't think New Day is going to win. I, I really do not. I think the Revival is Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. They might have like a good like 15 minute match. You know, they have some crazy little spots or something. But yeah, rivals winning. Okay. And I love. I love me some new day. Chaz, what's your thoughts? 
You never, I never, I never bet against New Day anymore. Um, I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think, yeah, I just the revival that you know they had their consolation prize, uh, winning the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and they, you know, were kind of aligned with uh, Mr. Orton er, earlier this year. But I don't think the revival, honestly, as good as they are, I just don't see you know WWE having that confidence in them anymore, and um. And plus, New Day has has a new podcast out now, so they you know they they got to get you know listeners on that one. So of course, New Day is gonna go over. All right, what's your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts on it, Chris? Uh, New Day's hot. The revival's not. New Day's winning. That simple. <laughs> I don't know who you guys are referencing when you keep saying the New Day. I only know the House of Positive Energy. Hope. <laughs> The sensations, the temptations, <laughs> the million man ministry. That's who I know who's that's winning tonight. Like the, the, the million man ministry. Million. When I heard that name, I was like, oh, I really wish that was their team name. Same. <laughs> okay, so we all on the same agreement that the million man I, ministry was actually I really heard good. that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I loved, I loved the justification for it <laughs> on why they are like, what? No. <laughs> it's like. I was, let me tell you, when I heard the list of six, if you guys don't know, uh, is it, is it the power of positivity? Is that what the podcast is called? I can't remember. Uh, I believe so. But, um, so yeah, the New Day have their own podcast out and they read off 60 names. It was like three pages long of names, uh, what they were supposed to be called. And, um, oh my God, I'm gonna tell you, I was crying in Safeway, so I was laughing so hard, I had tears coming out my eye. I was <laughs> listening to Big E just go into his full preacher mode and like, talk about these names. Oh, I was dying. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't help it." Um, I had a new day winning, but here's how I have it. Um, I think Scott. I think uh, either Dawson or Dash turn. They just turn on the other one. Whoa. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know, they've been teasing it at um, house shows, and like fans have been like reacting like really negatively at it. So I think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match for nothing. You gotta say it like that because there's no title on the line for this matchup. No. Um, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm taking Roman Reigns. It'll be that feel good moment. Um, Chris, what's your thoughts? Oh, it's definitely gonna be Roman. Roman is going to murder Baron Corbin. I think this is where John Morrison comes in. (laughs) (laughs) I just just want to be different with this one. (laughs) So, this is what I think, okay? I think that Baron Corbin, right, is going to win this match. Whoa. Because because of a John Morrison heel turn. (laughs) If it it doesn't happen. I I retract my previous statement. Chaz, you are now the devil. (laughs) 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 <laughs> suck him right in the mid card is where he's going. 
<laughs> no, John Morrison is getting his main event push, y'all, tonight. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that's a good point. Like, you know, Roman Reigns has got to have some kind of back cover. I mean, why not? It makes Morrison important right off the bat. Right, like they're giving yeah. him this mega baby face, you know, return with you know all over social media and everything, and yeah, it's I just I just yeah, regardless of how Morrison returns, I put it like this: he's going to be a heel. Yeah, they so think he's coming back heel. I, I do, so. I, I do. It's just they are overhyping yeah. Morrison's return. Mm. Now, now, don't get me wrong, Morrison is really good and he's done a lot, but. Let's be let's be real. What what did Morrison really, really, really do besides win the tag titles? You know, in WWE, didn't he win the? Mm. Didn't he? He won a couple of single championships. I thought. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Right? But mm. but I don't know. They've really been focusing on what he's done while he's gone. Yeah, I think he's back, babyface. We'll see. We'll see. I think they're gonna turn him heel. If he comes back babyface, if they throw him on SmackDown, his his best bet is to be babyface. SmackDown needs they need top sure. level baby because it's Roman and it's Kofi up there. Can I say, <laughs> hey, okay, so after that, it's Blim Pickett. <laughs> All right, Ch- um, Chaz, who who you got again? I got Baron Corbin winning by oh. a John Morrison interference. Also, I wanted to throw this in there really quick. I think Alistair Black is winning against um, against Buddy, but I think Sheamus is going to come in at the end of the match and bro kick Black. I can see that. I would. Yeah, see, I, I would love to see Sheamus and Alistair Black go at it. I love Sheamus. I've always loved Sheamus, and yeah, WWE so totally champion. <laughs> This is this is an Idaho potato. It's not even Irish. <laughs> I'll never forget him saying that. Um, all right. So that's TLC. Kind of run it down. I know they said they're going to announce some other matches. Um, rumor has it that John Cena is actually going to have a match tonight because of his 17-year streak that WWE wants to keep going for some reason. So yeah, uh, he hasn't rest- he hasn't wrestled on pay per view in all of this year for the at first all. time. Yeah, that's crazy. And he put out a tweet, or was it a tweet or Instagram pic that just said, um, keep calm and keep the streak going, or something like that. So, we'll probably see him oh. tonight. And it'll probably be like a squash match. I'm, yeah. it'll, you know, it'll be like, I don't know, James Ellsworth or something like that. He'll get beat up. Oh, that was <laughs> a curious James Ellsworth. <laughs> if, if, Cena's, if Cena's showing up to squash somebody, it's got to be Sammy. Oh, oh, oh my that's god. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be Sami Zayn. Gotta be no, Sami Zayn. Let Sami Zayn go on his spiel. Let him come out, go on his spiel, get the crowd riled up, have him, you know, challenge somebody to a match. Let's see his music hit. Let the bell ring. Let Sami be, be the cowering hero. Try to get you know, Cena on his side. Like, oh, come on. Let's make peace. Shake hands. Cena shake his hand. Boom. AA. One, two, three. <laughs> that's, that's so mean. Throw up the XLR sign and then dip. <laughs> that's so, 
<laughs> All right. So those are those are our picks for TLC. Uh, we'll probably end up having a go back listen and pick who he had winning up, so we could keep tallies of it if we want. Um, so more importantly, this is gonna be kind of the last topic, and that's kind of it, right? So 2019 has been a ridiculous year of just everything, right? So let's go through and try your best to have your who's who ready to go. So I want to start this off with who you think is the best tag team of 2019. And Ooh. JJ, you can kick us off. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Best tag team. 2019. Damn, there's a lot of good tag teams. There's oh buddy. This is a tough one. Um Ooh, this 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 is a struggle. Uh, uh I'm thinking I might go with New Day. It's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick at all. Chaz, who you got? Okay, let's see. So, tag team of the year. I'm going to go with extremely lethal as tag uh, team of the you year. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, who you got? Undisputed Era. See, that's not, not a bad, bad one either. Yeah, I like that one. I think for me, um. God, man, there's a lot of tech teams. You know what? I'm going to be kind of... I think I'm going to take the take a different route for this one. Um, I'm going to go with Lucha Bros. Bad at all. Not yeah. bad at all. I was like, yeah, it's a toss-up between, like, SEU and Lucha Bros. But if I was to pick, like, a, a, a tag team I just didn't see coming, uh, Private Party would have to be that. Yeah. Sorry, Street Profits. We like you. Um, <laughs> so let's go with best male heel. Uh, okay. And JJ, go ahead, kick us off. Okay. Does Bray Wyatt even count as a heel? I mean, he is a heel. No. Yeah, I, I'll count him a heel. Yeah, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. It's, Chaz. It's, 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 I don't think it's close. Who you got, Chaz? I got MJF. Um, I just, yeah. And they, you know, MJF and it's not only his stuff in uh, AEW, but his stuff in MLW as well. Um, I just think there's no, I think it's either MJF or Baron Corbin. I, I think I, I, I got to give him a tie because... They're just you don't see that much heat for any wrestler but those two. Like an arena would can fill up with so many boos just at the sight of these two guys, so it's a toss up between those two. MJF Baron Corbin. Okay. No, that works. Uh Chris, who you got? I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Oh, <laughs> Gotta hate Nobody him. gets cheered more than a baby face going up against Brock Lesnar. I mean, this man was beating up people's children. He ruined Mustafa Ali's money in the bank. He murdered Seth Rollins. 
It's not bad. That's not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. Um, I just, no one incites people, the audience, just the way that Lesnar does. When you hear the, the opening notes of his synthesizer, Damn. everyone's like, oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> can, I, can I change my pick? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to change my pick to Brock. I, I keep, uh, keep, keep forgetting. Uh, shout out to Breakdancing Brock, too. I just want to say that. that <laughs> yes. That's like probably one of my favorite things of 2019. Yeah, I have to agree. That was actually – that was really good. Um, I think I think for me, too, I'm going to have to agree with Chaz, man. MJF, by all means. Like, it's – he lives that gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, everywhere he goes, he's just an asshole. And, like, I think about when they were here in Baltimore and that one guy, like, paid for his autograph. He's like, what's your name there, man? And he was like, oh, my name's Jake. He's just like, all right, fat fuck. And that's how he signed his autograph. I was like, God bless, man. You're a dick. (laughs) It was, like, so rude of him to be. So that's, that's, that's my pick. Um... He's a. He would be my number two. Such a tool. (laughs) Um. Let's go. Let's go to the other side. Female. What's a female heel of the year? Uh, Chaz. Charlotte Flair. Okay. I like that. Charlotte Flair, I, 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 no, no one's a better heel than Charlotte Flair as far as the, on the female side. I, I've yet to see it. Um, yeah, the Evil Queen, I think, because Corey, Corey Gray said it. The Evil Queen just makes you, she just makes you want to be like, ugh. So yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, by all means. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Chris, who you got? I'm going Shayna Baszler. Ooh. I'm going Shayna Baszler. Uh, she is, she's the female Lesnar. She just shows up more. <laughs> but the same kind of things. Like, you know, she, when <laughs> the females, they get cheered when they go up against Shayna. And when her music hits, it's like, oh, shit. Here comes Shayna. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, JJ, who you got? <laughs> Shit. It's it's a it's a it's a coin toss between Shayna and Charlotte. Shayna for Shayna, it's always when are you gonna just goddamn lose the title? <laughs> like my god! And then you'd be thinking, you know, she goes she goes somebody goes up against her, and you're like, okay, this may be it, this may be it, and then she beats him, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> like, god damn it, fuck, and then Charlotte is just like, please get away from a ti- just get away from the titles. Get away. Get away. And she's, <laughs> and she's always in the picture. It's like, get away, Charlotte. Just go away. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Just go away. Oh, this is this is a this is a tough one. Honestly. You you can't go wrong with either or honestly, I think I might just go with Charlotte just because I just I just might just go with Charlotte. Damn. Yeah, Charlotte. Good answers. Yeah. I mean if we're being honest on the female side, who was more evil than Shayna or Charlotte? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, let's just be real. Like, if we're looking from January to December, what female anywhere was more evil than those two? Okay. I can, I can, I can give you somebody who had a more evil moment, just not more consistent, right? Because I give you that. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte and Shayna were definitely more consistent. Um, 
but I will tell you that my pick is actually Kaylee Ray and uh, NXT oh. UK. Also, that's a good one. That's a good, may, that's a good one. That is a good one. I may have a crush on her, so I may impartial that side, but that's my pick. <laughs> um, but it was kind of a tie, too, I'm not going to lie, because Priscilla Kelly, do you all remember what she did earlier this year? I try to forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. brought it right yeah. back to the forefront. Some of you are going to go back and try to figure out what I'm talking about. That's right. Just look up <laughs> Priscilla Kelly and, you know, we can go earlier this year. You'll see it. You'll you'll throw it up as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the backlash on that scene. Um, so we're going to switch this over, right? Let's go best male heel for 2019. Jacob Fatu. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like that one a lot. <laughs> Jacob Fatu, man. Them <laughs> bruh. <laughs> what you got, JJ? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's my bagels. <laughs> um Best Male Heel. 2019. This is uh, best male heel, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh my best no, male wait, 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 wait. heel. Is that right? Best male heel? Yeah. 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 Okay. Or do we already pick that one? Okay. Wait, we did male. Did, yeah, did we, we did. Do male heel. We didn't do yeah, face we, yet. We did did that. We? Yeah, we did. That. Hey, we didn't oh, do face. We, no, we didn't do face. Oh, yeah, we didn't do face. Yeah. So, Chaz, Chaz, you want to go back over with your face? I did, because I totally, just, oh, I totally yeah. just said MJF, and now I'm changing it to Jacob Fatu. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, I this already, because I said Lesnar. Right. Uh, yeah, so let's go. Um, okay. So, right, so we're doing baby, baby face. Yep. Um, baby face. Um, fuck, okay. Um... I would say the biggest baby face of 2019 has to be, uh, I would say Kofi. That's that's actually a really good one. I like that. Uh, I I would say Kofi. You can't tell me from with that gaunt uh, match, and then all the way up to WrestleMania having his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can I can I can see that one. Chris, who you got? Okay, um, I'm I'm, I'm gonna cheat here. Cheater! <laughs> there. I I I'm sorry, but it's a it's a three way tie. <laughs> uh, three way tie. Kingston, Kofi Kingston, Cody Rhodes, and Johnny Gargano. Ooh. I mean, those aren't those aren't bad picks. I like all of them. Yeah, all, all three of them. Because I, I don't think there's been, like, a consistent where, like, from January to December, one baby face that's just been great all year. Like, I think it's it, it's kind of – it's almost been, like, a rotation. So, I, I, those three. Those three to me. Okay. Equal. Equal ground for me. So, and then, Chaz, you took, you took Fatu, right? 
Well, no, that I I changed my pick because I thought we were doing heels, and I forgot we did heels already. So yep. no, not Jacob Fatu. Um, face of uh, male face. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go with Kofi. I. It's just yeah, no, you you just can't beat what Kofi did the beginning of the year, and you know throughout his title reign. And yeah, I Kofi takes it for me. Okay, so my pick. It's going to be, don't you forget about Keith, about me. Keith, Keith, Keith Lee. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my pick. I got to go with, yo, can we be honest though? Like some of the matches that he's had just as a, as a face and then like his run at um, War Games plus his Survivor Series moments. Like it's hard not to go with Kofi. Uh, it's easy to go with Kofi. It's it's really tough to be like, hey, you know Keith though? He's been doing big noise, like stupid noise. And I, I think that's kind of why I want to – I'm going to choose him. Plus like he's a big guy doing cruiserweight moves. So I'm, that's, that's my due for the year. Um, Next one that we got. Best feud for 2019. Ooh, okay. So let's go, Chaz. Start us off. Okay. Hmm. See this. I, this one's gonna be hard because there's a lot of good feuds. But me personally, I think the best feud this year was the women's main event at WrestleMania: the uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. Even though at first it was kind of convoluted and we didn't know where the heck they were going with it, I enjoyed it so, so, so much. Cause, uh, because if you want to look at it, that feud, you know, started the year before, you know, at Survivor Series. And yep. I, I really, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the women's main event. The triple threat match that Mania really takes the cake for few of the year for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chris, what about you? Hmm. Feud of you. I'm going to go with Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard. There you go. That's what he's going to say. No, <laughs> He's taken. I'm going with Lesnar and Mysterio. Okay. <laughs> okay. That I that I, I'm gonna go with that one because uh, we got to see a side of Rey Mysterio that uh, I'm not gonna say we've never seen, but mm-hmm. we're not used to seeing like an aggressive Rey Mysterio. True. Right. And as small as he is. I think we all felt there was a small chance he could beat Lesnar. Facts. Facts. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. When he beat the shit out of Lesnar with that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> we're all pulling for it. Yep. We were all like, oh, wait a minute. This could be it, guys. <laughs> and then, so and I, then, that's and then it didn't. And then it didn't. What resulted in one of the coolest moments of the year? Double 619, father and son. Yep. That was really cool. Yeah. JJ, what about you? Uh, okay, so the ones that I'm thinking on the top of my head is the women's match of main from from Mania main event. Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar. I would even say Rusev, Lana, and Bobby. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with Rusev and Bobby. I I, I really enjoy it. It's not. It's not a even bad though pick. We, we yeah. Even though we've seen you know Lana Rusev you know cheating thingy before, I I just like this one. I don't know, man. It's it's just something I'm, about it. I'm, I'm with you right there with you, Josh. You you know what it is? What is it? Uh, when they split, when they tried to split Lana and Rusev beforehand, I don't think they were feeling it, like on a yeah. personal level. So their hearts weren't in it. But this time around, it feels like they're totally into it. Yeah, and it's coming across that way on TV. They 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 seem like they're having fun with this. Oh one yeah, as they tried to split them before. So I think that's why this one is clicking more than when they tried to split them before. Yeah, I like it. I think for me, it's going to be uh, Kofi. Versus Daniel Bryan, like oh, that, yeah. that whole that that, and then, you know, I think that feud led us to a series of matches that we knew Kofi always had in him. We've seen him do it like numerous times, but it was the one that like that short run where he ended up winning the title from Daniel Bryan. It was like that was a that was a godsend moment. So thank you, Randy Orton, for stomping Mustafa <laughs> Ali in the face. We would never have got that. <laughs> I also <laughs> my favorite moments of the Kofi DB feud was DB calling Kofi a B plus player. Oh, disrespectful! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what feud actually, guys? You know what feud was really good, and I think we're not that we we we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. What's that? It would be that? NXT versus. Survive, uh, versus, I'm sorry, versus SmackDown versus Raw. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. That, that, was, I, that was a really good one. I think that one, now that, you know, we t- you know, we're sitting here, we're going, you know, through everything that happened over the year. But I really do think that one, honestly, was through to the year. Yeah. I can't hard to agree with that. It's, it's, because that gave us a lot of amazing moments for those couple of weeks that they did, the, you know, the build for Survivor Series. Most definitely. Oh, you got, a, yeah, you got a good point right there. Great point. So from feuds, we got to go to matches now. So give me oh, God. your favorite match of 2019. Oh. Let's start us off with Chaz. Mm. Uh, I got Cody Rhodes versus Dustin versus Dustin at double nothing. It's a great pick. <laughs> Damn, I was that's, I was thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> I, I, it's just sad to say that I was too. Like you know, I thought about that one too. I was I really Damn. enjoyed that match. Like I really did. And it's funny thing is, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah I mean that's great. Um, JJ, what you got? All right, so since Chaz was still my pick, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, Kofi at uh, WrestleMania. It's a it's a great. That's my match of the year. Yeah, that's that's another great pick. <laughs> <laughs> I I just yeah since Chess was still my since was still my pick I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> Chris, what you got? 
I got another tie right here. Oh, here go these goddamn I'm, ties. I, it's only this is only the second. I'm going <laughs> with Cole Gargano take over New York, Ooh. and I'm going uh, Walter Tyler Bate. Uh, what was that? Take over Black Cardiff. Cardiff. Okay. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was Cardiff. Okay. Gargano. Oh yeah, that was good. What an asshole Chris is for saying he has a tie and then took my match. I was like, right to Walter at UK. Like, are we are we playing these games? <laughs> <laughs> like, what an asshole. Um, okay. okay I'm just confirming you have good tape. That's all. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, I think if – if you know, there's there's like a lot of – I have a list of 75 matches this year that I considered to be, like, best matches. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the one that made people the most uncomfortable the most, and that's uh, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks at All Out. Mm. Oh, okay. Just because, like, there's a table that Nick didn't go through because he almost smacked his face on it. Um, I like I like that one, and um, you know I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with a tie too, and I'm gonna take uh Fiend versus Ben uh Finn Balor at SummerSlam because that's when we got okay. our debut. Okay. The best. I also have like I'm not gonna lie. I have Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. I have Goldberg Ziggler. I have. Uh, Lee and Dominic. I have. I'm telling you, I have. God, the uh, God was it War Raiders and Alistair versus uh Rick and Ricochet. Ricochet. That, yeah, I think that match was lit too. So I'm sorry, getting ranting off. Anyway, so that's all of our show for right now. So let's just go. Let's go around the block. Uh, JJ, why don't you uh, let our listeners know where they can find you on social media? Uh, okay. So, I don't use social media. I don't use it. I know. I kind of think it's a... Who <laughs> are you? It's a curse. I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's haunted. Social media is haunted. Don't let it control you. As Don't I update let my it Twitter control right now. You. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't use social media, but um, yeah. But if he did, like you would find him at these hoes ain't loyal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, give us a give us your your rundown. Yep, I am at Chris Idol twenty two on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Real easy to. Find. Awesome. Uh, okay, well, I guess we leave at least me, me, right? Yep, it sure does. Uh, you can follow me, the icon at icon underscore Chaz on Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's the only things I really use. Don't follow me on Snapchat. Um. Please don't friend request me on Facebook because that's kind of weird. Oh, so but yeah, icon underscore Chaz on everything. And as always, you guys can find me under 
all of the favorite social media platforms at CM underscore Miller 85. So Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Reddit, PlayStation 4, wherever you guys can find me there. Um, also, you guys can find me right here, as always, with Frankensteiner. Um, you guys can also find me on Nerds Around Table, the podcast about talk about nerd stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we have the three count debuting in January 2020. That's, that's going to be our right. new thing. Yep, three count coming in 2020, y'all. Um, you can also, you guys can follow us, the three count on Twitter. At three count underscore pod. That's the number three, C O U N T underscore pod. That's on Twitter and on Instagram at three count pod. The number three, C O U N T P O D. Yeah, P O D. Boom. We're youth of boom. Youth of a nation. Um. (laughs) With that being said, guys, we will catch you guys later. Later.